0: When,
1: <laughs> welcome to Carolyn Kay Save the USA. We're live from the East Coast. Kay has escaped California, and she is here safely on the East Coast. We look a little worn and tired because we had a late night covering for the
0: wonderful Joe Pags. Right, Kay? Oh, what an incredible show! That'll be released uh, to our RSS feed probably in the morning. I'm thinking like nine o'clock tomorrow morning, Mm -hmm. East coast time. And then it'll be released. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. Anyway, we're half
1: asleep. Yeah. But there's a dog behind me. Um, Kay has a lot of pets as long as her creepy cats don't come in here. We're all good. But today's topic is a very important one. It's one we've discussed quite often and it's that how once a man discovers their penis, it rules them till death. Mm-hmm. We have, yeah, we have scientific proof of this and we have personal tales we need to share. So okay, who should go first?
0: Um, I mean, okay. So I guess w- one of the things that I want to kind of stress before we even get into it is this is not an anti-penis stream. No, I am a huge fan, huge fan of the penis. I've tried everything at this point and I've decided that that one's my favorite. Okay. Um, so this is not like, you know, we're not going to sit here and like man bash. No, no, you know, no. but, um, no, I think, I think maybe you go first. I think I've, I've been surrounded by so much testosterone this past week. Okay, across okay. The country. So
1: my story that I think people will appreciate and enjoy happened years ago in New York city. It was a crazy cold winter, January day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I hopped a cab. I was lucky enough to get a cab. And I'm scooting down Broadway and outside of Zabar's Deli, I see this little old man and he's struggling with his groceries and he's got his like cane in the air and he's like trying to get a cab. And I said, oh my gosh, here I am. I'm like 29 and healthy. So I tell the cabbie pull over. We need to help this man. So he pulls over and I said, wherever he goes, where he needs to go, we're taking him. So he gets in and Um, he's like, I'm so grateful you stopped and blah, blah, blah. I said, no problem. It's terrible weather. You shouldn't be alone in this. And I said, where do you live? He said, I live on Central Park South. I said, that's wonderful because that's on on the way to my office. So the whole way we're driving to get him home with his little Zabar groceries, he's saying, oh, your parents raised you so well. He spoke with this accent. Um, And, you know, oh, thank you so much. I'm so grateful. I'm like, it's no big deal. You're on the way, whatever. So we get to his doorman building Mm-hmm. And Central Park South. And the doorman comes running out and helps him out. And he says, I must, must take you to lunch as a thank you. And I'm like, no, sir, really, you don't have to. It's fine. No, I must. I must. So he gives me his little business card. I think his name was Abraham. Okay. And so... Uh, fine. We're going to go to lunch. So fast forward a week later and we go, he says, okay, you know, he calls me in my office. He goes, okay, you know, meet me at the Plaza, which is, you know, this beautiful, um, beautiful hotel, the beautiful dining room and very legendary places to eat and so forth. So I go and I sit down and he brought a photo album with him, which was really cute. Mm -hmm. And it was pictures of his birthday party. That his family threw for him, and he was very proud of all of his grandchildren and so forth. So his great grandchildren, so he's showing me, and the whole time I'm sitting there and I'm like checking out his great grandson. I'm like, oh, that guy's hot. Like this could be potential. Like maybe it's destiny. Okay, and while I'm sitting there in the plaza, that beautiful formal dining room, checking out his great grandson, Abraham starts putting his hand up my skirt underneath the table. Okay. It gets better. Hold on. So wait, I just, I've got to clarify. So you are 29 at this point. I'm 29. Okay. Wait. And so then he explains to me. So I'm like, Abraham, no, no. And he's like, what, what? And I said, no, this isn't a date. This is a thank you for a cab ride home. And then it turns out the pictures he was showing me Kay, were from his 101st birthday party. Okay. So I had I don't know if I should be proud of this or if I should be mortified, but I a 101 year old man, come on to me. Um, So again, this is my personal real life experience. You can't make it up shit that when a guy discovers their penis, it rules them till death, even when they're 101 years old. Okay. So I go back to work. I'm mortified. I don't know how to feel. Okay. I'm like, I'm grossed out. I'm disappointed. I'm like, part of this is funny, but I'm not laughing yet. And I get back to the office and I call my coworkers in Bristol, Connecticut, at ESPN at the time. Oh and the guys in Bristol are losing their shit. Like they're laughing so hard. And it turned out this guy was like a big donor to Carnegie hall and all these big places. I mean, he's a real established New Yorker. So my coworkers in Bristol, these group of guys who work in sports, and they start faxing me because at the time faxes were popular, faxing me pictures of him every day with notes that are like, dear Carol, I love you, Abraham. <laughs> anyway. So I was taunted for about a good year over this. Um, but Kay, that's my story. Um, so, so you, this, this yeah. episode is that time when, uh, a 101 year old man came on to me Yeah, when and I was 29.
0: We just had uh, for those of you tuning into the live stream, Joe Pax just jumped on the live stream and he's like, what are you guys talking about? And I was just like, <laughs> We want to answer that directly, especially since he was like, "I completely disagree." I mean, we said yeah, on no, the show no. yesterday. Yeah, he sent us a note and he said,
1: "I don't really approve of um, your next topic." And I said, "Yeah," and you'll be you'll be listening. You'll be like yeah. the first one listening.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I mean, anyway, that's that's my story.
1: I had a hundred one year old man come on to me. Um, okay, but what? Okay, I got to ask. I got to yeah. ask.
0: Given what you and I have both <laughs> been through and lived through, yeah, <laughs> would you rather? 101 year old man coming onto you or would you rather walk down the street in Los Angeles have a vagrant clock you from across the street and then they do that classic thing when they turn around yeah and they're just like yeah yeah and they just start they just start tugging one out no no no, no, no. no. yeah okay you're right you put it in perspective I'll take
1: Abraham one hundred one year old guy who thinks he's getting a piece. Okay, of a twenty nine year old. I'll take him. But I, wait,
0: but you said he was a big donor. That was like perfect. Anna Nicole. Smith it was moment. and it was peak, right there. By the way, right
1: it was Anna Nicole Smith years. So it was like right when she was marrying that older guy. So yeah, I. Oh my god. I don't know, but I I will answer your question. I'd I'd, I'd rather Abraham. But what really um, amazes me is that there's just so many. I guess as women, Kay, like we don't know what it's like to have that like extra, what do you call it? Like a phalange? I don't know. Something down there. Like, um, I, got, I don't know. What is the, what is the appropriate term? Yeah. But it's, it's gotta, I don't know. It seems to change everything. There's so many famous men who have been taken down by them. Mm-hmm. Should we start? Let's just let off the cuff it off. The cuff okay. It. Off okay, the okay cuff. I'm going to start. I'm
0: just trying to, one second. we're getting a little bit of an echo. So I'm just trying to fix the echo a second. Joe, do we still have an echo? I feel like we don't have as much of an echo anymore. It doesn't matter. Listeners at home, if there's an echo, we're just, the picture us in a huge amphitheater. It's COVID. Gavin Newsom shut everything down and we're live streaming to you from a giant amphitheater and not my new apartment. Um, Okay, so echo aside, famous men. I mean, I don't even know where
1: to begin. Um, Yeah, famous men have been taken down by their penises. Go ahead
0: uh well my go, favorite first, my go. favorite is definitely is it Jimmy Swaggart Jimmy Swaggart <laughs> yeah do you I remember him? About him I forgot about him oh that. my god. Oh, god so this is my favorite I because can't. like it's it's the hypocrisy of it right so he was the first for those of you who don't know Jimmy Swaggart was the first tele- like the first yeah, televangelist. big time televangelist um and he got done and it wasn't just like it wasn't just like he was frequenting prostitutes like it was like the backyard basement bin prostitutes like these 50 year old 60 year old women (laughs) who would like sit outside of these weird motels and you know he would drive i mean like he was just asking to get caught and that for me that for me is everything as far as like televangelist goes that is the ultimate hypocrisy jimmy i just love you you know what you like and you just you just go for it i just looked him up and like half the pictures that pop up are him
1: sobbing (laughs) guess he's i don't know (laughs) (laughs) repenting his sins okay i'll go next bill clinton we don't need to get into it we don't need to get into it who do you got
0: yeah um i mean trump then if we're going to um, go Pl- Clinton, we can yeah, go Trump.
1: Okay, okay. I'll go, I'll go Gavin Newsom.
0: Ooh. Been in on his friend, his campaign manager's life. I'm just Ooh, saying. Ooh, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, the rumors, my favorite are the rumors about Garcetti and Bomin. Those are my favorites. Okay. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> pretty much Boris Johnson, Dominic, is it Dominic Cummings? Like pretty much all of all British prime ministers have been like Caught at least once david cameron fucked a pig in the head okay okay i can't okay um then I think, I think i think <laughs> well there was like a whole thing that he like fucked a pig about when he was in college because <laughs> that's what all these okay, okay. harvey weinstein oh yeah, yeah we don't want to go there who else yeah um peewee herman oh, that one really struck me <laughs> do that why did tell me because your emotional he, I loved Pee
1: Wee's big adventure the movie in like the 80s it was really good and I he was such a joy <gasps> anyway Pee Wee was brought Peewee was brought down by his peewee, but um, okay. And then ev-
0: just about every rock star. Oh, every single rock star. Well, my new favorite one, and I, I don't want to be one of these girls who's like jumping on a bandwagon right now because, like, I, I just don't. to say I'm still gonna fuck with the sound a little bit here because I can hear a little bit of feedback. Um, okay. So I'm not trying to jump on a bandwagon, mm-hmm. but um you know, I've just spent the last week traveling across the country with like the manliest man under the sun. So we obviously listened to some of the manliest men under the sun for like podcasts and stuff, but I listen to a lot of Joe Rogan. And, um, we, I think what's interesting, right. Is like, I didn't realize how in the scene I was in Los Angeles, like really just like in the scene, yeah. like the stories that I will probably wait to tell <laughs> for about 25 years, you know? Um, but one of the guys in the scene uh, is this chap, Brendan Schaub. Mm-hmm. And I guess someone just started a subreddit, like Jeremiah was telling me last night, that um, someone just started a subreddit of all of the DMs that Brendan Schaub mm-hmm. has like sent women. <laughs> and it's like him, my old Venice boyfriend. He's not actually my Venice boyfriend. He was just a guy I was used to see at the coffee shop, uh, Brian Callan. Um, and then oh, they had another friend who was okay, apparently so when, when, a comic. Yeah. But um, no, Brandon or Brandon was like DMing people, like DMing gills and yeah, stuff. And yeah. I was like, oh, oh, I actually, I actually have a a, a screenshot of. A oh no, you don't. Do. Oh no. Do. Oh, yeah. And this isn't me trying to pile on. Like I don't care. Like I, I DM like all the celebrities that I fancy. I just watched the Sean Strickland fight. You I do? didn't look up if. Oh yeah. Well, because I want to get them on the show. And because oh, so this is how you steal all my friends. Yeah, I just hit them up on the socials.
1: Bing. Okay, now the light bulb goes off. Oh, if okay. I had a
0: penis, I'd get in so much trouble. <laughs> you would. But, you know, like, why not? Um. Okay, so at the end of the
1: day, I think what we need to determine right now is which we would rather. Okay, uh, you oh, just said I if you had you get- <laughs> into a lot of trouble (laughs) see okay so this is (laughs) which is better is it better to be a guy or is it better to be a girl see in terms of parts
0: here's what i wonder okay so here's the pros of like being a guy right like chlamydia is basically symptomless for men Mm -hmm. um you don't have to deal with like ph imbalances Mm. and that is a real thing like women oh my god we're gonna have to do a whole episode one day on ph imbalances and like what that is okay um i think if you're a guy you know like you always have the excuse of like oh i was just thinking with my dick i was just thinking with my dick um whereas you can't really do that as a woman i think that's more of like a social issue um yeah I was thinking with my that never 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 said no one but then can you imagine I just cannot fucking fathom having external genitalia that terrifies me yeah how do you guys feel safe getting out of bed in the morning like it's just there it might get caught in something yeah it's like summer days summer days are not
1: fun I would think
0: oh sweaty balls yeah that's true yeah Yeah, I yeah
1: yeah I actually had a guy tell me that he (laughs) spent My friend mike um not the Mike you know okay a whole different oh, mic um, i fancy okay no no different <laughs> mike from long ago but he hooked up with some girl down at the jersey shore and he said he woke up and her cat was like psh, psh, psh. And he just took the furball, threw it across the room. Anyway, you just made me think of that. I remember him coming into ESPN and telling me this story, and I was like, "This is great." Now, oh now, nowadays, you
0: couldn't tell these stories at work, but hey, these were the, this was the golden era, oh, and you missed that. Well, okay, so then it's definitely better to have a vagina. It's better. To have I a still vagina. tell the filthiest. Like, I don't, I don't have a filter. Like, one day the pendulum going to go back the other way, and everyone's going to be like, "Kay was horrifically sexually explicit at work," and I'm going to yes. be like, "Yep." Yep. But I will have made my money at that point. I'll be living on my ranch and I'll be like, freedom of speech, 1A and 2A, motherfucker. Try and come at me. Oh <laughs> I'm an American now. I love guns and penises. Well, anyway, so that
1: is our real life personal <gasps> oh, stories um, and our scientific proof that once a man discovers his penis, it rules him till death, even if he's 101 freaking years old. So that's the tale of the day. We just wanted to share. We wanted to make you laugh. Mm -hmm. Um, if you want to write in and, and, you know, go at us on any of this, if there's a guy who wants to fight for the penises out there, please go ahead and do it. Just tell us why it's better, um, to have those parts than our parts. But
0: I I am kind of happy with where I'm at kind of happy yeah definitely I'm definitely happy with where I'm at I never so here's the funny thing right um and I don't want to make this like a trans thing yeah but I do you know when I was a teenager I was such a like a dude and like even now right like I I think I hang out with guys I mean we hang out because we're very like you know we're like women who get shit done kind of thing um we definitely have more of like a little bit of that kind of like masculine vibe. I think like the way that we come across, whether you're a man or a woman, so long as you're like secure and down for a laugh, you're hanging out at the pub when you're hanging out with me and Carol. Yeah. That's the kind of, that's the kind of vibe. It doesn't have to be a thing. Um, I don't really feel too much separation like between genders, but the number of girls I know who, when they were teenagers, were like, I wish I was a guy. Oh, I wish really? I wish I was a guy. And like, I wish, you know, I could like play all the guys sports and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, I don't give a shit if someone wants to be drunk. It really doesn't like whatever makes people happy and makes them feel whole be my guest. I'm always going to champion and support that. Like if someone right. wants to turn into like, did you ever see the South Park where Stan's dad becomes a dolphin? No. It's the funniest shit you'll ever, oh my no. God. It's, I fucking love those guys. The shit that they come out with blows my mind. Yeah. Um. But like, even to that extreme, right. I'm just like, okay, yeah, you do you. Like, if you're happy, I like, who am I to say anything, anything at all. But did you see the the trans woman who went into the Olympics. Now, I I actually had a huge issue with this because like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I had daughters, like, I don't know how I would explain to my daughter, hey, so um, every time you leave the house, like you are at risk of like getting raped. Most men are bigger than you. Um, You are always going to have to compete with men. You're always going to be a slightly considered a second-class citizen when it comes to men. This is just the world that we live in. Um, there are ways around it, as you can see, you know, like your mum, your incredible auntie Carol, like we are paradigms of women. I would say I'm very proud of the woman that I've become, um, you know, my mother too. all of the women in my family, super proud of them, but I don't know how I'm supposed to like explain to a female, like to a daughter, Hey, so, you know, like all of the stuff that was like just reserved for you. Mm-hmm. for you and your girlfriends to like just compete against each other the one place where you didn't have to worry about right. a guy yeah, you fucking it up yeah turns out we don't have to share it did you see what happened Mm-mm. absolutely fucking flopped failed miserably oh. didn't even place. it's all mental i i on i'm not and this is not me being mean this is just me thinking oh this is actually going to make it easier to raise a daughter now just this, this one thing and that's not me being conservative but it, it I, I it surprised me how much it irked me and I'm not anti-trans I'm very pro-trans I have a lot of trans friends like right. a lot of trans friends um and I said the same thing I was just like no sorry biology is biology when it comes down to this stuff but right. I Especially felt competitive so proud of the women who basically yeah beat beat the shit out of this other woman I'm yeah. really proud I'm like okay yeah. you know what that was actually a really great go girl you go girl moment yeah the girls came through yeah I was like chuffed with that sorry everyone's gonna think I'm such a horrendous right winger for the shit that I come out with
1: no I think what you're saying is fair I think it's why Caitlyn Jenner said it don't forget oh. I mean Caitlyn Jenner said that there should be a difference in competitive sports mm-hmm. so i I, I, I don't think, I think what you said is absolutely
0: fair. Thank you. That's very sweet of you. How very diplomatic as well. Because I try. I try. Yeah. I <laughs> it's, it's hard sometimes. This is how I get us canceled. Um, um, but, but yeah, so. but anyway,
1: well, thank you for tuning in. Our next one. What is our next subject? Oh, we want you to write to us with your physical imperfection. What is your physical imperfection? We're going to reveal ours. It could be anything like, oh, my nose is too big and I love it or I hate it. And here's why. Or it could have a really meaningful story behind it. But we're going to tweet that out too because we have some important, fun stuff to share on that later on this week.
0: And why don't you close us out? Because I've got a dog sitting next to me. One of the I don't know. One of them. Yeah. Stan? Is she awake? She's not even awake. She's that, just like, fuck I'm you guys, She's looking instantly. into the camera. She's been so stressed. Yeah. She's been like on the road for a, for a week no so yeah this week we've got um our next one is um our favorite imperfections um you know tomorrow we're going to release a really long show so it's just a quick one today we've got a uh, almost a two-hour show that will be live on um all podcasting platforms tomorrow it won't be on the youtube but i'll also chuck it up on the patreon um, please remember to subscribe to us on twitter and that is carol n k a y same with instagram Please also follow us on Patreon, get us on the Twitch, all of those wonderful live streams to keep up with the shows. So yeah. It's and also, be- oh, I
1: should say we, we haven't forgotten you, LA. We're still fighting for cities. So every Friday, mm-hmm. our goal is to give an update on where things stand in LA, where things stand in California, New York, Austin, all of our, our great, great friends we've met through all of our social platforms. We're fighting. We're fighting for the USA. But again, topics like this, sometimes you need lighter stuff, right? (laughs) We're all so weighed down and bogged down with the news today um, that I just thought, you know, this was on my mind to tell about how a hundred one-year-old man came on to me. Um, And there's a lot more of that time when, yeah, there's a lot of them coming at you. So be prepared, but thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Yeah. Have a great day. Yes. Love you. Proud of you.
0: Love you. Proud of you.